0: Welcome to the Activate Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle, a spirit channel, a Karshic Record reader, and an energetics coach, and I'm here to help you tap into your intuition, connect to your guides, to feel the energy of this world all around you so deeply that you remember that you are home, No matter if you are a starseed, a lightworker, a human being on a mission to help transcend humanity to its highest frequency. Welcome to this community where we come together to talk all things mystical, magical, and woo. So, if you're new here, we release a podcast every Friday, whether that be a solo episode by myself, a solopreneur, or with magical guests here to help widen your perspective and understanding on what it means to be a light leader, to be a star seed, and to be human. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello my loves and welcome to this week's podcast. I'm your host Gabrielle and I'm really really excited to have you here today because this isn't just an average solo episode. This is me sitting here with someone who has taught me so many lessons, who has dived through their own intuition and is here to bring you seeds of wisdom from their own journey. So today I'm really excited to introduce you to Ange. Hey Ange. Hello. Hi. So and has been journeying with me almost for about a year now I reckon I feel like it would have to be close so we've been doing lots of different containers together and just just so excited for you to hear her journey because it's just like we were just discussing it just a little bit before jumping on here and just like the reflection and the growth has just been something that as a person, you would never expect someone to evolve so quickly. And I've had the pleasant journey of like witnessing Ange's evolution, and it's just been so astounding. So I'm so excited for you guys all to hear it. So, Ange, do you mind if we like jump into your story about how you found the spiritual woo world when we like even before we connected?
1: Yeah. So it's kind of weird. When I was younger, my sisters and my mum would always. But they were always very spiritual. They would use tarot cards every single day. They would leave their crystals out for the moon. And I was really scared by it. I hated it. And I was like, oh, get this away. Like, I was so scared. Um, and so I avoided it for a long time. And I think because I believed so deeply in it, like, I was like, this is so real. This is so powerful. And I was frightened. Um, but probably the beginning of last year, Um, I was studying in uni and I was just really unhappy with what I was doing and I kind of was like I need a sign if I have guides I need a sign from them they need to show me they're real so I can believe that they're real and so it started small like the first sign I wanted to see like I created the sign I was like I want to see a purple dolphin Um, and then I actually went into a shop and I was like playing with a pack of cards. The first card I pulled up was a purple dolphin. And I was like, what the heck? This is just weird. But then I was like, oh, you know, they're there, but you know, I don't believe it still. Like I was just stuck in that. And, um, I was going to uni and I was actually on placement in the central coast. And I was like, just hating every day. I was like dreading going, I was missing home because I was like staying up up there and I was like I need a sign to quit. I need proof to quit besides my own feelings because apparently that wasn't enough at the time Um, and I actually towards the end of that placement I wrote my car off Mm. and I was like okay maybe that's it like maybe that's the sign that I needed and then from then on I was like um, when I get all these little signs, I need to listen so they don't become a big one like that. But I did ask for a big one, so.
0: Yeah, I think it's so interesting. I think so many people on their journey go, I just want to sign, I just want to sign, I just want to sign. And it was so cool that after a few, you are like, I'm going to listen, but I mm-hmm. know people who let that go on for 12 months, two years. Like, mm-hmm. I know myself... Um, when I started this podcast, it was 12 months of I'll ask for a sign before mm-hmm. I started. So I think that's really cool how quickly the turnaround kind of was. Mm-hmm. So when you kind of stepped into the woo world, what did you think you were going to find?
1: Um, that's an interesting question. I think I was searching for an escape from my unhappiness to be honest and I started listening to all this positivity um, and like affirmations and people saying you can change your life um, by the changing the way you think and stuff like that and I think I started listening actually to your podcast that was probably I think I listened to your podcast before I ever spoke to you or did a course with you or anything like that. And I just felt the way my energy changed when I was listening to that sort of stuff. Mm. So I think I was looking for something positive and like a way to feel connected.
0: I think it's a really cool topic you just brought up because, um, and I think we spoke about a few weeks ago, I, whenever I hang out with my coach or whenever I hang out with people who I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so much more positive than me, or they've, they've seemed to have that little bit more mindset work done, or they seem to have just got that little bit more essence, right? It's like their energy like rubs off on you and you like become magnetic to that energy for like whether that be 12 hours, six hours, three hours, two hours, it kind of hangs in there. Is that kind of like what you're experiencing?
1: Definitely, yeah. And I think when I was super sad, I would be like, how can I change this? And I think finding a way to to change because I wanted to was what connected me to this sort of field and these people Mm, I love that how
0: did you kind of how did you go so we first did like an actual coaching container together right we did I think it was called rebirth back at the time which was like I don't really do group one-to-one coaching anymore it's mostly group and What was your biggest takeaway from that? Like you transcended so much in that one container in that three month time. What do you feel like you learned through that?
1: Yeah. Can I just say, I feel like I'm one of the luckiest people because I got gabs when she was doing the one-on-one stuff and I literally had her sitting there with me helping me so much. And I was like, I am so lucky. I was thinking about this today. I, I, have got like the most golden chance to like actually heal and work on my shit because she was there.
0: Remember how you say cancer new moon <laughs> and the tears. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Literally recording this on the new moon, um,
1: but yeah, okay. I, I don't have a question. <laughs> I think I, I think I missed What did you ask me? I no, I love this.
0: <laughs> what was your biggest takeaway? Because that was a huge transformation in that three months. Like it was huge. Yeah. like it was astronomical. Like I remember meeting you and being like, what do you want? What do you need? What do you desire? Which are my three basic coaching questions if any of you have ever coached with me. Something I say to all my one-to-one clients and it was like, we were learning that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But what was your
0: actual biggest takeaway?
1: I think the takeaway mainly was that I'm actually worth sitting down and working on myself because I was going and going and going and like working two jobs and studying full-time and all this just to avoid myself and then this that course sort of forced me to sit down and say hey hello like actually talk to myself and listen to myself and feel and yeah, that would be the biggest takeaway.
0: Wow, that's huge. And I think I think I said this in our breathwork session last time, and it was like, we think that sitting down is lazy. So if we have the belief system that it's lazy to just stop and question or stop and ponder or stop and contemplate, when is there ever time to think and actually create the life we desire?
1: Mm-hmm. And I think, actually sitting down with myself is what made me start to feel psychic and actually connected with who I am and my goals have changed actually from the beginning of that like rebirth course we did from I want someone to love me and um, I want to be rich to I want to see myself and I want to feel
0: yeah wow and I think it's so interesting when our goals shift So many people hold the same goals their whole lifetime.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Like I want to go on holiday and I want to have money. Mm -hmm. And like for you to go like in 12 months is like my goals actually shifted. Or like my favorite one that people always want is like, I want freedom, which is money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, That's so beautiful. That's such a big change. And how are you going since you kind of started... Activate. You're gonna heal, like deeper, deeply more connecting into your intuition and into Reiki. How are you finding all of that?
1: I absolutely love it. So I think I've learned a lot of the power that I hold over my own life, um, especially with me, uh, like with Reiki, like working on your own energy and saying, "Oh, I'm tired. I can, I can." energize myself oh I'm sad I can send myself love oh I'm hungry I can eat like it it's taking care of yourself in a whole new way yeah it's
0: totally giving yourself back power Mm -hmm. what do you feel like has really shifted you in Reiki like it's just sending energy right but what do you feel like has been like the biggest aha moment from Reiki? Because I know you've had quite a few.
1: I have. I think it would be sort of when I was feeling like, oh, I'm so tired every day, like I have no energy. Um, and then really just, I guess, focusing on the solar plexus, which is like the energizing chakra and just sending myself energy there and allowing like myself to think, I can energize myself. I think that's the biggest one of like I don't have to be tired. Like I have control to give back to myself. Mm, Be in complete control, baby.
0: Yes, all point (laughs) of life. Like we get stuck into this concept of being like I'm here to like learn to go to school to learn to have a nine to five to be in that career to have enough money to buy a house, and we get so stuck in that concept of that rigmarole, right? It's like, mm-hmm. how do we even break that? And I would love to know, like, you've been spending all this time shifting where you thought your life was going into a different journey. What do you think's been the biggest shift and the biggest lesson from that?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest shift would be that um, what I want to do is important. And what I want to do isn't a hobby. It can be everything. It can be my job. It can be what I spend my days doing. It doesn't have to be, you know, I spend 10 minutes doing this in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And I think actually asking those questions that you asked me in the very first call I ever had with you in rebirth, what do you want? How do you feel? Just those two questions.
0: Yeah. It can shift our whole life when we actively choose to go, what do I desire? And what can I be? Our whole life can change.
1: And just on that, when I was asking myself those questions, I wasn't getting an answer as well, because I think I had like shut off my thoughts towards myself. Like I was people pleasing and just thinking, oh, what does this person want? How does this person feel? And I kind of lost the sense of feeling in my body. And only recently have I actually started to feel emotions in my body which has been so strange, but wonderful as well.
0: And that's such a big thing that I think so many people are like, I really want to be psychic or intuitive or connected to my guides, but our intuition naturally is our emotions. Like we get all of our intuition and our little nudges through our emotions. So when we're not really that deeply connected to ourselves on an emotional level, it's really hard to become intuitive. And I think it's a step, that so many people skip is the deep need for emotional intelligence to be connected psychically. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So what do you feel like, remember when you like, we started the podcast and you were like, I was so scared of intuition. Like I was so scared of Mm -hmm. psychic. I was so scared of it. It all felt so real and so big. Do you feel like anything's kind of shifted in the last year about that like where you've been able to let go of that or do you feel like you're still part of it, still big
1: I think um my understanding of it has changed like I sort of saw it as like ghosts and things like that as spirits and like something to actually be scared of but I've sort of learned like oh spirit guides are here to help me and sort of all that understanding of it's a positive thing. It's not something that you have to be scared of just because you don't understand it. And I think being around groups of people who tell such amazing stories of their experiences and can say all the positive things that have changed in their life, um, like in the groups like Psychic School and all that stuff that I've been able to be a part of, it's really changed the way I view like spirituality and psychicness as connection instead of as something to be scared of.
0: I think that's so beautiful. Like, I know it took years. Like, I remember saying this to you maybe like four months ago. I was like, I can only imagine if I did as much work as you've done in the time I've met you where I would be now. If in those first couple of years when I was learning to be intuitive or I was learning to do what I thought was the concept of shadow work, which I really did think was course therapy, like root course therapy. I was like, I'm this way because like, and that was it. Like that was the end of my journey. Every time I was like, go to a therapist or I'd like go do some healing course, I would get to like the point where I was like, this is the end. And I never learned how to get through that. And like, I know you're in the journey of doing that. And it's been so incredible to watch, like even how you look has physically altered since I've met you because of the amount of work you've been doing.
1: Mm -hmm. I think as well on that part, I've had someone there to help me. And I think when I get stuck, I can ask for help. And that's just like a major opportunity that I am not taking for granted anymore and I think when I first was in the rebirth course with you like I didn't message you um I sort of just went to the calls and that was it and now I'm like she knows so much like I can absorb like I've seen the change I've done so I'm like I know I can keep going Mm -hmm. that's what's pushing me forward in 12
0: months I would be so shocked if you don't have a six-figure healing coaching business like I would be actually shocked
1: (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> no
0: worries. Like you would <laughs> so good at what you do. Like when you send me Reiki, it's like next level. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: sometimes we forget the impact we can have, right? And I mm-hmm. like I say that just not to you right now, but to the, everyone in this audience. It's like you actually get to make impact and by choosing not to make it, that's the biggest choice you make.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really good.
0: It's really really deep. It is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what recommendations or things would you say to someone who is stepping into their own spiritual gifts?
1: Yeah, so I would definitely advise them on slowing down and being more still because that has majorly helped me. Um, Asking those two questions or just speaking to yourself. And trying to actually feel into your body and your emotions, um because that has helped me like enhance the gifts, but also trying to just connect with yourself instead of um, anything else, really, just connecting to who you are. Mm.
0: That's so profound. Like I think we always want to connect to something else, but once we're connected, we can be connected to anything. That's so beautiful. Thank you. So I want to ask you a bit of an odd question, but if you could send a message back in time for you before you, like maybe back like two years ago, what would the message be?
1: Mm-hmm. So the message I would actually send myself is that you don't need a reason or a big excuse to say no to something. So when I was trying to leave uni, I was like, oh, I need to study something else. I need to get a full-time job. I need to do this as an excuse to leave instead of just the fact that I didn't want to do it. And I think realizing that my emotions are important and what I want is enough would be the message I would send myself.
0: Wow. That is like huge like we do so many things all the time because we feel we should and imagine if we just took our emotions of the fact that we don't want to Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that would be life-changing for so many people hearing this I hope so so what's it been like since we kind of started activate you're in a healer frequency like how's the journey going I'd love to hear your perspective
1: Mm -hmm. so I think Between the time of the rebirth course and Activate Your Healer, I was kind of, I was progressing, but definitely not as quickly. Um, And then when I'm sort of in these groups, I make the time and I take the time to show up. And I think having that sort of platform to actually do that has helped me progress so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think just even noticing between like the the people in the group who was turning up and just the fact that I was there was helping me keep going and progress and I think those changes has just been me asking myself every day to turn up yeah it's beautiful imagine if
0: everyone in the world started turning up for themselves every day think about how different the world would be
1: it would be so different yeah and
0: we all want to turn up for other people, right? But when we remember that that law of oneness, right? That law that we are actually all one thing. So in turning up for ourselves, we actually turn up for someone else. Like that is the energetic effect we have. And if we all really live from oneness, not like I don't want to hurt you because you're who I am, but mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to turn up for myself knowing that we're all cosmically connected beings. And if I can honor myself, you get to honor yourself too the world would be a whole different place and that's really what you've started to step into and that's just like such a beautiful journey when we start to take these principles and these awarenesses and these tools into ourselves and onto ourselves you get to see the ripple effect from that.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think as well I went from spending zero minutes per day thinking about what I want and how I feel to like an hour or two now which doesn't seem like a lot but it definitely builds up and I feel like I'm just at the beginning as well of doing that
0: yeah and it's like so many people you're like what are you manifesting or like how do you manifest it's like a vision board but like how do you really manifest it's your feelings so Mm -hmm. imagine what's going to come from that
1: yeah I'm actually like for the first time excited about my life and doing this work I've actually felt proud of myself not because anyone was like oh you got first place you should be proud of yourself but genuinely proud like from internally proud of myself which is something I don't think I've ever felt before being in this sort of world I love that you're such a star seed
0: (laughs) 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 so big question what is the next part of the journey like where do you want to go from here
1: yeah so I've still got pretty much until the end of the year of activate your inner healer so I want to absorb all the information I can from cabs <laughs> during that um but then next year I would like to be running my own business
0: Imagine.
1: or and at now least we have this. working in the psychic field
0: 100 and now we have this time and damp state did Damp stated. Anyways, they'll get what I mean. For (laughs) the whole world to help you manifest this. And this is like what the beauty is of collective consciousness, right? Is like Mm -hmm. so many people, and we like we're doing this every day now. We're like in our little like activate your healer community being like saying our little I am statements and what we're like, the three things we're affirmating for the day. Like, what are the three things that are going to have happened that day? And have you noticed since doing that, even that little practice of like I am, like everything starts to take off.
1: On the very first day we did it, I felt like I was being like rewired. Like it was so weird. I was felt like a robot was taking to my me to my kitchen and making myself breakfast when I haven't eaten breakfast in 12 months. It was so strange. It was like, it was like I put the thoughts out there and they just became true without me having to think them after that.
0: Yeah. And it's so incredible. Whenever we want to manifest anything, the best thing we can do is say it out loud and say it in the word of, I am this, and it's already experienced and happened to me. Um, Saying it in your mind isn't as powerful because it's not spoken. It's not abracadabra because abracadabra means that words are magic. So Mm -hmm. it really is amazing and like before before Ange and I got on this call we were like having an I am battle which I've never done with her before but it's like where you're like I am loved I am beautiful I am worthy I am happy I am articulate (laughs) like Whatever you wish to be out loud and like you can just feel the energy grow. So hopefully you guys can take this little nugget as well as all the other juicy bits and start to implement them into your life. Asking yourself how you are, remembering that you get to just based off your emotions, not do something instead of having to justify it a hundred times and say your I am's. it really is life-changing. Is there anything else you feel like someone could really like change their life or something that you wish you did sooner just for all the listeners?
1: Yeah, I think um committing to your healing would be the big one because I am an aunt about should I do this? Should I invest in a course? Should I just keep like listening to podcasts? And I think actually saying I am worth the time, energy, money to heal. Um, helps it progress so quickly Mm, amen sister yeah thank you
0: (laughs) no worries (laughs) thank you so much for being on here with me I've had it's really lifted my mood I want to thank everyone for tuning into this week's episode as always stay intuitive till next week and I hope to see you very very soon bye guys